do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford in Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 in Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 50. Feel like springtime out there. Uh, Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 48. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. You happen to be listening to this uh, broadcast on uh, the podcast. It's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. I am uh, almost 100% certain that an open line Friday will happen today. Well, I'm... I'm I'm 100% certain you're 100% right about that, but only 80% of the time. I lie 48% of the time. Yes, but you put 100% effort into it. No, Steve, I put 110% effort into doing nothing at all. Yes, but we're only halfway there today. I don't even know what we're saying. <laughs> I don't it's even Friday. know. That's what all I know. It's Friday. It's payday. What a week give a damn mm-hmm. what happens today. Uh, so there's all that and stuff in between. It's 536 on Rock 102. Rock, rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550 and Bad Company with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by, hold on, where to go? Ah, yes, Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, how you doing, Bax? I'm good, Steve. What's going on with you? Uh, just waiting for this thing to click and load. Yeah, and, uh, I We sit here. Oh, hey, I got it. You ready? Sure. Sidney Sweeney got bitten by a real huntsman spider on the set of the romantic comedy Anyone But You in Australia. She was supposed to pretend it was biting her, so at first everybody thought she was acting. But then they realized quickly, uh, she really got bit. Her co-star, Glenn Powell, seemed to be the first person to realize she wasn't acting. Here's a funny aside. The onset medic had to write an incident report and said that Sydney was, quote, bitten by a spider, now spider woman. <laughs> Man, that's so funny dealing with somebody who's dealing with a perhaps poisonous uh, kind of thing. I'm sure, you know, Listen, whenever I've been bit by something that could have killed me, that's when the jokes start flying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, uh, they say laughter is the best medicine. Well, he just got, she just got bit by a, like yeah. a poisonous spider. I think we did that the wrong way, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah laughter is the best medicine. That, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Frankie Muniz is one of those fa- fa- rare former child stars who didn't mess up his life, and one of the reasons is because at 38, he has never done drugs or had a sip of alcohol. And it's not because he wasn't around it. Quote, every family member in my family drinks, and that's what they do for fun. I tried to figure out why I didn't because I don't have a reason. It, was like, it wasn't like a religion or anything. But he adds that he, quote, never saw drug use or any of that stuff when he was in the entertainment business, which certainly helped. I just went on the set and did my thing. People think it's weird, uh, but he doesn't. He said, I don't care what you do. Uh, why do you care so much about me? It's true. 
Good I don't. Point. I, I don't know if I made a conscious decision, but it just stuck with me, and uh, I was never going to drink or do anything. Hey, you know what? For for all the child actors that you hear that it would have abused on the set and were fed alcohol, and you know, um, I think it was the um, the Full House documentary. Yeah. Where they were talking about how. Oh, was it the Full House one? Or, no, it was that 90s kids one. Remember the, the kids from the 90s? So, yeah. So, Soleil, Soleil Moonfry uh, made that documentary? Yeah. They say, like, as soon as you, you're, you're nine years old and the guy goes, hey, you're now an adult. Congratulations. Like, get out there and, and, and do your best. And then people are offering you drinks and stuff like that. Listen, you could go back years and years about how Hollywood has abused these kids. Yeah. You know, going all the way back to the Wizard of Oz. And then you compound that with parents who see nothing but dollar signs in their eyes when their kids got some level of talent. Right. And all of a sudden, the kid stops being a kid. Uh, speaking of kids, remember Leonardo DiCaprio? Vaguely. He, he kind of likes to date them. <laughs> uh, this sounds like some something he would do... Uh, you know, you know, obviously with his his history. So 30 years ago, right. in 1993, Leo dated Kate Moss. They were both 19 years old at the time. Now, the not always reliable British tabloids say he went on a secret date with her younger sister, Lottie. Okay. How much, how much younger is Lottie? Well, Kate and Leo are both 49 now, and Lottie is 25. They have half-sisters. Uh, for those of you who suck at math, I'll just point out that Lottie was five years uh, from even being born when Leo dated his sister. Late dated her sister. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> you know, sometimes it's it's not good to go back to the same family well. No, no, you know no, what I mean? Not at all. Like when you can think of all the ex girlfriends you've had in your lifetime, and there's got to be I don't want to two or three. Ahead. Yeah. Would you want to date any of their sisters? No, God no. No. God no. 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 No, the whole reason is, you know, sometimes the whole package comes with, you know, once you leave the package, you left it for a reason. There was a whole uh, other uh, Yeah. You know, that that dreadful skank that you broke up with comes from the same gene pool. And uh, can you expect much better? I don't think so. Dreadful skank? Yes. I don't think I've well, maybe one of those was. Well, but, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I wasn't know. pointing names, yeah. to, you know, fingers at particular names. I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Uh, BuzzFeed put together a list of the saddest and most shocking character deaths on TV shows this year. Here are some highlights. Logan Roy from Succession. Right. Wait a minute. Oh, I guess I just gave away the, the end of the... I didn't give away the ending of the show. No, no. no. I mean, there was far more involved. Well, maybe I shouldn't do these then, because if uh, people are going to get upset. Remember how somebody always gets upset about what we do and what we say? Listen, I think when you start watching Succession, you have to assume that Logan Roy is going to die at some point. Well, because the name of the show is Succession. Succession. I mean, it basically tells you from the beginning this guy ain't going to last. Yeah. Uh, did you see The Great? No. Peter the Third. He took it to the chin. Sure, he did. Yeah, that's, that's why they needed Peter the Fourth and uh, Frank and Bill from The Last of Us. Saz on Only Murders in the Building. That was Jane Lynch's character. Oh yeah, uh, Barry from Barry. Right. Uh, you, uh, uh, Riss Montra. I don't even know who these people. are. I don't even watch these shows. 
But you know what? Somebody's yelling at the radio going, God damn it, Nagel! You gave away the ending of the show! I'm never listening again! Logan Roy died? What? I had no idea a show called Succession was going to have the top guy pass away. It's like when I saw the uh, the play Death of a Salesman. How was I supposed to know that guy was going to die? That's ridiculous. I'm never going to another play or movie ever again. That's it. I'm swearing off entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I always thought the worst song ever recorded was uh, Starships We Built This City. It's pretty, pretty damn close. But uh, apparently I was wrong. Three scientists have crafted what they believe is the worst song of all time. Uh, the, they based it on a survey where people listed the elements of a song that they would hate the most. Their answers included cowboy lyrics, a chorus of kids, bagpipe howls, bossa nova synths, uh, advertising slogans, and more. So these science guys uh, took a look uh, at, at all of that and more and jammed it into a 22-minute track that is truly horrifying. It's called The Most Unwanted Song, and it includes uh, Ludwig's, Ludwig Wittenstein's uh, book, Tractus Logical Philosophus. Okay. The children's choir chanting about various holidays like Christmas, Easter, and Yom Kippur and urging celebrants to do all their shopping at Walmart. Bagpipes. The same opera singer rapping about a cowboy living in an angry woman yelling into a ballroom. Okay. So there you go. It That's sure, most, sound, sure sounds good. Well, maybe we'll listen to it later on today. Yeah, why not? And apparently there's still a lot of bad blood between Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian. Really? Yeah. Well, Kim must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had bad blood was when Ray J tongue surfed the Crimson Tide in that sex tape you could purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. I think I just tasted something in the back of my throat that may have been vomit and my uvula smashing into each other. Hang 10. Uh, Caitlin? <laughs> That's inches. Uh, I never... <laughs> I never got that done with your mother, Chris Kim, but she once munched on the long donning silver. And I munched on the roast beef platter, even though that had been up on bricks for a good part of the week. What are you trying to say? Let's just say she saw more foreskin than a rabbi doing a baby boom. (laughs) But the sight of my spam dagger made that minge mucus... Minge mucus... I'm a little say it. A, a little tongue-tied from the crimson tide. My minge mucus, her minge mucus ooze like a jazz waterfall. A jazz waterfall. Yeah, that, that yeah. was worth waiting for. Yeah, jazz. <laughs> I didn't say anything else. I said jazz. jazz. Yeah. Anyway, that's the end of the week, and that's your Hollywood treasure. I'm going to do it. Ah! Win big right now at Gary. Now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I fully realize these Thursday night football games are nothing short of a major inconvenience. First, you got to be sure your Amazon Prime membership is up to date. Then you have to be sure you're prepared the proper amount of snacks and beverages. Then you have to find ways of staying awake so you don't miss a single moment of the game. But that can be hard to do when you find out the game is going to be between the Raiders and the Chargers. I mean, who the hell wants to lose sleep over something like that? Under normal circumstances, I certainly wouldn't, but then I would have missed one of the most amazing blowouts in NFL history. Last night, the Los Angeles Chargers were on the losing end of a soul-crushing beatdown, a loss so staggering that it is clearly one for the ages, losing in Las Vegas to the Raiders by a score of 63-21. to 21. Yes, I said 63. 
That final score not only represents the largest point total in franchise history, it's the third highest score in the Super Bowl era of the NFL. In fact, you'd have to go back to the 1934 Philadelphia Eagles to find a team that scored more points in a single game when they ran up 64 points against the now-defunct Cincinnati Reds. It's also the highest number of points scored by a team that had been shut out in their previous game, which they did last weekend after losing to the in the lowest scoring indoor game in NFL history to the Minnesota Vikings by a score of three to nothing. Now, to put this in perspective, the Patriots haven't scored 63 points in their last five games. The Raiders did it in a single night with a rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who passed for 248 yards and had four touchdowns. The Raiders even tossed in former Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers to toss a few, and even he threw a touchdown pass. And while an argument could be made that perhaps the Chargers were unaware that a football game had been scheduled for last night, these are the moments that people will be talking about until the next time they lose. Because this is what makes football so exciting. Because on any given Thursday night, you never know what to expect. I expected to be sleeping. And while I did not waver from that intention, I clearly missed out on what could very well be the game of the year. Unless you happen to be a fan of the Chargers, in which case it might have been the worst night of your life. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, I'm picturing a clear winter night, slicing up strips of steak and searing them on the Blackstone. Honey, toss the salad. I'll be right in. The Blackstone 28-inch outdoor griddle, $250 right now at Rocky's. You're saving 100 bucks right off the top. Your grilling destination is still Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Rush with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 30 in downtown Springfield. Well, you know, Would you have holiday music? Well, I was thinking that might be kind of fun to do some holiday uh, you know, background music. And I couldn't... Uh, couldn't find what I'm looking for. Ah, well, what are you going to do? All right. Well, hey. So, uh, you missed our big uh, holiday party yesterday, Steve. I did, but yeah. I also have, uh, well, if anybody's on uh, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, you can see the uh, the video. Uh, I was obviously not there to, to see it, but I did uh, deliver on my secret Santa package, which mm-hmm. was uh, given to uh, Kate upstairs. She's the nice gal that you see up there when uh, you come in to pick up a prize in the afternoon. And uh, she uh, got a nice bottle of tequila rose. Yeah. Which is, uh, what is what are you playing? This is what I'm oh, trying to get, yeah. Oh, the, the jingle dogs. That's like what I'm going. trying for, yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, it took her, I, I don't know how long it took her, but there's a time-lapse video up on TikTok. Uh, you can find that up on Facebook and all that stuff, of her opening uh, said gift. And uh, it... It took a long time, and I, and I asked uh, Aaron, who upstairs, who, who was the one that took the time lapse video. Yeah, I said, "How long did it actually take her to do that?" And she goes, "A long time. Like, like there was no uh, guesstimate of minutes. I'm sure it must have seemed like forever as she was standing there waiting for her to open the three rolls of duct tape and the <laughs> diapers that were." <laughs> placed around it yeah. and everything now, else. Aaron wasn't wrong about that. It took a long period of time. Yeah. But, you know, uh, oddly enough, it was not the... F- See, if, if it had been me, if I had been distributing the gifts, yeah, I probably would have given Kate that first because that's going to be the one that took the longest amount of time. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think she got it last or, like, next to last. Or- oh, uh, that gave you more time to spend with your coworkers. 
and work in a harmonious manner with them. That's why I would have wanted her to do it first. Because you're legally obligated to do so. Well, it's mandatory fun. I mean, yeah. you were able to get out of it because you had another uh, event to do. But I did. for everybody else, we all had to show up. Yeah, well. And they were all there. All uh, the big names. The I Pat be- Kellys. The, well, that's about it. Well, none of us were invited to Boston. No, you know, this is, a, this is a interesting story. Uh, the mayor of Boston is uh, defending uh, the holiday party that, they was, uh, that was put on on Wednesday. It was for elected officials of color after an invitation was accidentally sent to the entire city council of Boston. Uh, this was a party that was meant for people, elected officials, who happened to be of color. And many people got a load of this, uh, even though they've been doing this for a long period of time. And... White people were offended. Were were white people not invited at all? It was it was only electeds of color holiday party. Okay. Only people of color were invited to this particular party, but someone uh, failed to not. Apparently, it went to everybody, and uh, once it went out yeah. to everybody, they're like, "Hey, wait a minute." We are not electeds of color. Why can't we participate in this party? Yeah, the uh, I'm reading this. Uh, the city leader quickly drew criticism after it became apparent the email was sent to all city councilors, seven of whom are white. The invitation was meant uh, only for the city's six councilors of color. Fifteen minutes after the email was sent out, uh, DeSantos, I don't know who that is. That must be her uh, person, uh, apologized and clarified the invitation was only meant for minority city councilors. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't even mean to include you white people. In this whole thing. This, However, she did not apologize for planning a party that excluded white city leaders. I mean, you know, part of Michelle Wu, the, the mayor of uh, Boston, part of her platform is to bring the city, you know, together because yeah. you know, there's been so much, you know, racial strife in that city for years. that There's no better way to uh, to bring everybody together than to exclude a large well, population of, uh, of the people in your city. That, that's what I was thinking when when you first told me about this story. I'm like, what? Uh, I thought race relations were supposed to be improved uh, by well, they have. everybody. They have. Yeah, but by including everyone. Well, there'll be a party for yeah. white people, too. It's the separate but equal holiday party. It's St. Patrick's Day. That's, a, that's, yeah, their, that's, big same, that's their big white party yeah, up that's, in, uh, in that's, Boston every year. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's the other way around. None of you folks are allowed, but we're all allowed to puke on the sidewalk and uh, throw beers at a parade. Now, listen, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get into a deep racial discussion because, you, you know, that, you know, listen, uh, that's really not for me. But I will tell you this. Uh, if you happen to be an elected of, uh, of Caucasian heritage mm-hmm. in Boston... The mayor of Boston just did you a favor because you, you know, know and no one's having fun at that party. That was that was the other thing I was thinking about too. I'm like, listen, y- yeah, it's wrong for her to have done that to put this whole thing together. But do you really want to hang out with everybody for an afternoon? I got a great excuse yesterday. I didn't have to go and hang out with yeah. her and pretend to, that we had such a great year to <laughs> all together as a big family, right. as they like to put it. Uh, I, I, I got out of that by doing something else by, uh, by, by doing a community event. So that was the perfect excuse to escape from that. She did you, she did you a favor, these, these city councilors. Yeah. No, it, it's wrong to exclude people. I mean, I, exclusion is not, uh, it should, should never yeah. happen in this day and age. You no. know, we're all trying to live together in, uh, in, in perfect harmony. I, 
I'm okay with being excluded from things. If you don't want me there, then that's okay. Then yeah. I didn't really want to be there to begin with. I, I kind of agree with that. It, you know, Listen, I'm limited this year to how many holiday parties I'm actually going to. So there was yesterday, and then we're going to like a friend's house Yeah, in, in, uh, in about a week or so. That's where it kind of ends. Any more Christmas parties or celebrations beyond that, yeah. and I'm going to start feeling like uh, I'm in desperate need of an excuse not to go. I have, uh, I have, a, I'm doing a party for uh, Billy the Trash Man tomorrow. Really, a big Christmas party? I'm DJing that. That's one I wish I could just get out of. Is there any other kind of uh, 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 of thing I could do? Any kind of community service event? It, is this a party with other uh, trash men, or is this the you know Billy's family? Uh, family, I'm sure there'll be other trash men there. Wow. It's like, it's like a convention of trash men. <laughs> you know, and, uh, yeah. and and we'll have, a, well, I guess we'll have a good time. But, man, if there's any other community event that you can invite me to to get me out of this thing, I, I'll take it. You know, uh, there have been times when the, uh, the company party has been actually a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've enjoyed myself. But that was a long time ago. And I was much younger at the time. And now I'm just like an old... Well, fossil, listen, just trying to get through my day. You know, we've been talking about this, and and it's not the same as it used to be either. You know, with budget cuts and all this other stuff that all these – it's not just our company. It's every company that does this. Yeah. You know, they, they cut down, they cut back, and they're like, well, if we've saved money this one year, we can continue doing this for the next few years. But you know what, Steve? And I agree with that. I, I'm not, uh, I can't argue with that point. But I will say the best parties we've ever had – were the parties where the boss didn't realize what the bill was going to be at the end of the night. That was the best party. Yeah. Where they extended the open bar. Oh, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, Which that's the reason why we don't do those anymore. They extended the open bar for an extra two hours, and no one expected that to happen. And I got to tell you, when you get a bunch of radio people in an open bar together, nothing but problems. No. Nothing but problems. Never had more fun well, at a party in my life. I, I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, when we were able to bring significant others uh, to these things. Because then you got to, to meet the people behind yeah. the people that you see every day. Which is nice because you hear story. You know, we talk to each other here. It's not like we don't, yeah. uh, you know, inter-office mingle because we do. But you you put a you put a picture you put a face to the name uh, that people talk about like my husband my wife yeah. whatever like you know those people and you know that what that's what makes us the family part It's actually inviting yeah. members of our family yes what we do here is uh, have a family gathering where we don't tell the ones we don't want <laughs> showing up so what you have uh, yeah. in its place is an indentured servitude uh, and mandatory fun mandatory fun mandatory you have to show up to this thing unless you have a good excuse like i did i tried to explain this to my wife that you know sometimes these uh these things are mandatory and she's like they're not mandatory like no you don't understand see they are mandatory unless you can come up with a wicked good excuse steve happened to have a wicked good excuse yeah and he was the only one that didn't show up but everybody else had to see i'm always thinking up here yeah, yeah. i'll tell you what what kind of event will you find next year? Uh, I'll find another community service event to go to and make sure my face gets shown. Can there. I go with you? Yeah, absolutely. It's 623 on Rock 102. Beat the clock at Leah Tom. It's 626 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the forecast because he's really, really good at it. Um, let's see. We got open line Friday coming up after eight o'clock. You might want to start preparing yourselves now. Uh, I wouldn't start calling now, but at least know what you're going to talk about so you don't 
come on the air, sound like a blittering idiot. Yeah, and when you listen, when we pick up the phone, you're on the air. Like that's it. Yeah, like, you don't have to like go. Uh, can I talk to the guys? Can you talk- are talking to the guys. Can I talk to uh, Max and Nagel? Hold on. Yeah, let me. We'll let, go let's, get them. Let's put those guys on the phone. Uh, what else we got going? Oh, uh, the open line, and then uh, we'll talk about some other stuff. We got plenty oh, of other yeah. stuff to it's, talk about. Just because it's uh, you know a week out of the holiday and a payday doesn't mean the yeah you know, we're gonna take things easy today. That's for sure. Yeah, put a hundred percent effort into this. Are you ready to laugh? Sure. All right, let's laugh. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. So a minister's wife comes home from a shopping trip, and the minister notices that she has a very expensive-looking dress in the shopping bag. Right? Yes. Uh, how much did that dress cost? Said the minister. Oh, about three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars? You know we're on a budget. I know. Said the wife. But Satan himself went shopping with me. He said that I should try it on. The minister shook his head and goes, When that happens, you're supposed to say, Get behind me, Satan! I did. He said I even looked better in it from the back. Ah! <laughs> you see? Because uh, he was giving her compliments. Of course. Uh, I wonder if it was a, dress, a blue dress. Ooh, know, devil in a blue dress. dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. 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 Nagel? I meant to say Nagel. It came up Nagel. It's because I have a main... You were, uh, uh, you know, like a... Yes, that's exactly... My main... That's, that's Magel. right. Magel. Magel. Uh, thank you, Bax. An 18-year-old was arrested in Springfield after officers were called to a, a gun call on Saturday. And we're just hearing about it now because it's six days later. We have that five-day waiting period. That's us- that's what Brian Walsh does. He has the five-day waiting period before he releases any information about something that happened. <laughs> as it relates to yeah. a gun. Right. Uh, according to Springfield... Actually, as it relates to almost anything we get five (laughs) days later. According to Ryan Walsh, on Saturday around 2.15 a.m., officers were sent to the 800 block of Worthington Street for a gun call. The officers found the subject who matched the description of the suspect who was armed with a gun behind an apartment building on Summit Street. When the suspect saw the officers, he began to run from them, but officers were able to catch up after a brief foot chase and located a loaded firearm in his waistband. Officers arrested 18-year-old Raymond Lopez of Westfield and charged him with uh, carrying a loaded firearm without a license, assault with a dangerous weapon, and uh, carrying a firearm without a license and threat to commit a crime. Hmm. Now, There's a lot going on there. You know, it, it looks like one of them old uh, old West pistols. Like it's a with no those, holster. Like a six shooter. Yeah, yeah. With a, it's got a plastic around the plastic bag around the handle, but I wonder if that's for evidence. Yeah, probably. You know, when they put the, you don't want to, you don't want to taint the weapon. <laughs> Just a taint. Anyway, yeah, you're probably right about that. That's probably the, why the bag. Yeah. Uh, starting on. Uh, oh wait a minute. No, I wanted to do this one first because this one was uh, one person is hospitalized after a late night fire on Quincy Street in Springfield. It started around 11 p.m. Thursday at 33 Quincy Street in, in Springfield. Uh, fire Captain Droopy Monty. Uh, said that one person in the house needed to be rescued. There's no word yet on the extent of that person's injuries. The arson and bomb squad is investigating 
And uh, 22 News will all give you an update as more information becomes available. Oh, no. Somebody has to be displaced from their home. Oh, no. There is a structure on fire. And just 10 days before Christmas. A hockey coach yes. of the uh, Pope Francis Prep School in Springfield has been suspended after he was in found, after he was found in violation of one rule. This is a big upset for this high-performance team that currently holds the state title for Division One state champs. Essentially, uh, head coach Brian Foley allegedly violated the out-of-season coaching rule. The Mass Interscholastic Athletic Association received a formal allegation on November 27th by a school member about Brian Foley, the coach for Pope Francis' prep boys hockey team. The MIA investigated whether Foley had violated Rule 40, out-of-season coach-athlete uh, contact limitations. According to the MIA handbook, Rule 40 states that a coach cannot meet with team candidates between seasons unless it's uh, to elect captains, collect equipment, issue equipment, provide physical examinations, conduct legitimate fundraising events, or offer wellness workshops or activities. In addition, coaches can't require an athlete to participate in a sport or training program outside of the sports season. The MIAA determined Foley was found in violation of that rule, according to the handbook, any coach who violates Rule 40 will be deemed ineligible to participate in MI, any MIAA-approved or sponsored competitions for one year from the date of the determined rule violation. According to the MIAA, these standards are in place to protect young people from unfair and inequitable scenarios. 22 News tried to contact uh, head coach Bill Brian Foley uh, several times Thursday, and those attempts were unsuccessful. Now as the team starts the season to defend its Division One title, Foley will be replaced by Daniel Fenton, Currently, the coach of the baseball team. Home run! Now, um, I'm going to assume, because Coach Foley has been there for a, a period of time, that he's very much aware of what the rules state. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I know he didn't skip from, go from like Rule 39 to Rule 41 without at least knowing what Rule 40 was all about, right? Well, I'm guessing that what this means is he was probably holding practices. He yeah. was probably getting uh, kids to train in the off season. Mm -hmm. I don't really see a problem with that. If, if, if the parents of these kids are the ones that are letting them go do this, then... Why not? What what's the well, harm? Because rules. You got to have rules. Otherwise, yeah, but, without well, rules, Steve, you got nothing but uh, but anarchy. Anarchy. Yeah. And plus, it's a Catholic school. Yeah. You know, the well, the Catholic Church has their rules. Yeah. I can't no fish. No fish on Friday. Uh, you know, do not cover your neighbor's wife. Uh, you know, don't cover her. Uh, covet, oh, covet, covet, heavy, covet, heavy covet. on the yeah. covet. Yeah. You yeah. know those kinds of rules. They got all over the place on that uh, in that church. I just don't see uh, the harm in, in practicing off-season. You know, I don't know how you're supposed to run a team if you're not telling the team to keep up with their athletic uh, prowess uh, on the yeah. off-season. Here's, uh, here's the problem with many uh, high school athletics is if, uh, you know, if you give a coach an opportunity to, uh, to, you know, overwork his kids just, you know, one more time, they'll do it. And you know what? Does that give – him a, an extra uh, advantage against other teams? I don't know. That's why they have these rules, you know, so that uh, you know kids aren't exploited. So you know they're not being uh, you know mistreated in some way, and no one has an ex yeah. a distinct advantage over anybody else. I'm on the fence about this because uh, I feel that you know in order to build a championship team, you need to build not only uh, you know athletic. Mm -hmm. uh, capabilities by doing sprints or you know whatever the whatever the uh, 
what do they call that? Uh, conditioning. Yes. Yeah, conditioning of the players. But also the camaraderie among the players. Teams just don't win championships just by thinking they're, each individual is the best. They, right. they work together, and that's how you, you build a team. And he has successfully done that for years. Here, here's what I think should happen. Yeah. Because it's, it, yeah, it's a Pope Francis. Yeah, it's, it's the big Catholic high school in the area. Yeah. And uh, this is what I think should happen. In the afterlife... He should be uh, given additional judgment and spend additional time in purgatory. In the afterlife. In the afterlife. And I'm sure that the the Diocese of Springfield can make arrangements so that happens. I'm sure the bishop can get involved, a couple phone calls here and there, and then boom, all of a sudden he won't face any real discipline until he shreds uh, life's tender mortal coil. Yeah. You always got to get permission from the bishop. You can't beat the bishop. No. Ever. No beating him. Especially in a Catholic high school. <laughs> I, all, all the more yeah. reason not to beat the bishop. I just remember being in a, it was, it was in a uh, pretty hefty wrestling program in upstate New York. They really, like, you know, really are into it up there. Right. And I remember, like, even on the off season, they were saying, hey, we're going to do runs at the school at 6 a.m. You know, I get to school, you can do, and you didn't have to participate. But that was part of the conditioning right? Uh, in the prep in order to get people ready for the season. I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. See, that's you. Because you know, the closest I ever came to that in high school was I had a case of the runs in high school. And that was different. Yeah. Totally different situation. Well, I've had those many, many times. Yes. So, you know, that's just something uh, everybody has to deal with. But as far as uh, this goes, you, 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 you condition and that's how you become a good team. Well, not according to the state of Massachusetts and their athletic laws. What do they know about any of that stuff? Quite a bit. That's why they've got them. Starting today, the Springfield DPW is suspending the collection of yard waste for the winter. According to the city of Springfield, residents can still bring yard and leaf waste to the Bondi's Island drop-off location at no charge. They're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3.15 p.m. and on Saturday, 7 to noon. For more information on collection days, residents can call Springfield's 311 call center at... uh, at four one three seven three six three one 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 one. Can't you just call three one one? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, isn't it the whole idea of dialing three one one as opposed to dialing four one three seven three six three one one one? Yeah, I mean that's the whole purpose of setting that number aside. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, no more yard waste. That's so, too bad. Uh, yeah, uh, you got to put it in alleyways like everybody else does. Storm drains. That tends to work out pretty Storm good. Storm drains, any, any number of things that do. And uh, you use motor oil. I believe uh, that uh, goes good with your leaf waste, no matter where you put it. You're right about that, Steve. Uh, defense attorneys for two men who stole items from a Coles in Colorado suggested their clients should face lesser charges because the items they took were on sale. According to a news release Tuesday from the 18th Judicial District Attorney's Office, 50-year-old Michael Green and 37-year-old Byron Bolden were sentenced to jail after stealing from a Kohl's store in Parker, Colorado. The DA's office said Green and Bolden stole clothing and high-end KitchenAid appliances. Oh, those KitchenAids are expensive. They are. Surveillance video helped identify the suspects who pleaded not guilty. At trial, defense attorneys suggested to the jury that their client should only face a lesser misdemeanor charge because of some of the items they stole were on sale. 
<laughs> and they can produce Kohl's cash. Sorry, uh, this KitchenAid uh, is valued at $499, but it was on sale for 299 If you add all the items up, they still committed less of a felony under the felony uh, threshold. Your uh, Honor, these items were stolen on Black Friday. With these door-busting sales, clearly the, yeah, the amount yeah. was much less than it would be on any normal day. Uh, however, both men were convicted of felony theft. Green was sentenced to 15 months in prison, while Bolden was sentenced to 90 days in jail. Just because I'm, just because an item is on sale doesn't mean it's free to steal, and these defendants now get to think about this lesson in jail in prison. Yeah, they get to think about how is the math adding up to that. Yeah, but if it's not over 600 hours, it's a, it's a different crime. Right. Uh, in Colorado, theft under $2,000 is a misdemeanor, while theft between two and five is a class six felony. How did that happen? Where's class one through five? Wow, that's a totally different thing. According to the DA's office, the value of the items uh, stolen was, oh, $2,094.98. It's oh, just geez. over the no. threshold. Just a hair over. Not- I, and then they're probably like they're probably like talking to each other. Man, why did you have to take that mixer? What did what, what was so good? Well, uh, my wife suggested that we do this because it does make better cookies and it evens everything out. How are we supposed to make marijuana edibles at home if we don't mix all the ingredients possible <laughs> probably? You know what it was? The yeah. mixer was probably like 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 a thousand bucks. Okay. Yeah. But then they also stole like a whole bunch of tube socks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, you had to have that one more package yeah, of tube one socks. One more packet. Well, ninety four dollars and ninety eight. So it'd be ninety five bucks. Yeah, something that was worth ninety five dollars. Maybe they had one of those massagers. You know, you know the ones that they put around your neck or something. Yeah, you yeah, put it right. around your neck and you hook it over your shoulder and you start massage. Oh man, I really. You know, we're, we're on the way out. We have nineteen hundred and ninety nine dollars worth of stuff. We are just under the threshold of of getting a felony. Yeah, and and you had you had an yeah. impulse steal. Well, because my I had knots in my neck. How was I supposed? How am I supposed to lift all this stuff? <laughs> and you know how heavy a KitchenAid mixer is. I know you're lugging that in. You're running out of the store with it, running to the car, then having to open up the hatchback, then putting the mixer in. That takes a toll on your musculoskeletal, whatever that thing is. It does. What I want to know is how do you pack $2,000 worth of stuff in those little tiny push carts at Kohl's? It's pretty easy to do that at Kohl's. I guess. Just go buy like 10 bottles of perfume and you can throw that in there. You see all the perfume for sale? And yeah, the that's true. They have a Sephora right inside the Kohl's. That's dangerous. Couldn't you just slap down some, you know, Kohl's cash on the counter when you're running out the door, when you're running up the front door? Like an IOU? Yeah, right. Well, here's, here's 30 bucks in Kohl's cash. Yeah, well, look, look I would have earned <laughs> with all of the, yeah, that should have been part of the defense. Not only were these items on sale and it should be below the $2,000 threshold, <laughs> but the fact that I would have gotten at least $60 in Kohl's cash, putting us under the threshold of the, uh, yeah. of the felony charge. Please, Your Honor, and if have the get- mercy on us. And if the getaway vehicle wasn't idling outside, yeah. I would have had time to sign up for a Kohl's uh, a credit, credit card, card yeah. to get an additional 10% off my, my purchase. But uh, honestly, my credit rating isn't that great. I would have never passed the test on Kohl's that. doesn't yeah. care yeah. about your credit rating. Yeah, your credit rating's a 438. I'm working on it. It was a 200 just a couple of months ago. Not 438, 
4.38. Yeah, you should have seen when I robbed that dicks over there. <laughs> My credit rating shot sky high. Your uh, Pioneer Valley <laughs> forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Three words. Springfield's classic rock. Steve, what do you suppose it means when a woman says, don't get me anything for Christmas? Oh, that means get me jewelry. Really? Yeah, sure. Women speak a secret language. Don't get me anything means get me jewelry. It's right in my book, Bax. Steve Nagel's Guide to the Language of Love. Yeah, I, I ought to read that someday. No, you ought to just go to Hadley. Hadley? You mean Hanoush? Yeah, where else? You know, I kind of love the uh, Hadley Hanoush store, even though Route 9 is kind of torn up. It's a pain in the ass to get there. You know what? You really haven't been there lately because it's not that bad. Uh, once you do get to the Anushan Hadley, wow, what a nice store. Yeah, it's not just the store. They they are jewelers. You got uh, Tony Hanush working at his workbench, looking through that little jeweler's loop. Steve, look at uh, my hands. Now, now, look at your hands. Can you imagine doing work that intricate with these big, meaty, fat mitts of ours? Did, you, did, you, did I show you those tiny diamonds he set in my wife's ring? Uh, Absolutely amazing. We're not jeweler material? No, we're not, but they are. They're actual jewelers at Hanush in Hadley. Yes, they are. And Bax? Yes, Steve? Don't get me anything for Christmas. That's <laughs> 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 oh, so funny. Do big-name dealerships have your back? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 653 in ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, a couple of things to uh, to talk about here. First of all, in my uh, hometown of the Huntington Fire Department, uh, tomorrow morning from 8 a.m. to uh, 1 p.m., it's like an open house. They got, uh, like, a music, cocoa, snacks, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're asking you to bring a donation for the—it's uh, the, a Christmas toy drive. So just bring a toy, and then uh, you can enjoy some of the uh, things that they got going on there. But specifically, they're looking uh, for—they have a lot of toys already. Yeah. But they're looking for toys for kids 13 and up because, uh, you know, this, this part of this whole toy drive thing— cause, you know, that's that's the problem sometimes when you run a toy drive. People only bring, like, you know, baby toys and things like that. Yeah. When in actuality, there's, you know, kids up to the age of 17, 18 years old that uh, will benefit from this program, too. So if you get the presents that are for 13-year-olds and up, uh, bring them down to the Huntington Fire Department uh, tomorrow. That's a good idea. Uh, between 8 and 1. Uh, speaking of uh, community service stuff, I had the, uh, the privilege of going uh, with Rick's Place uh, yesterday. I mean, I'm on the board at Rick's Place, uh, which uh, w- obviously we've talked about Rick's Place. They provide grief support for children and families of people who've lost loved ones uh, in their lives. And uh, the, f- the, the public relations class over at Westfield State, which is my alma mater. Oh, yeah. Remember that, uh, that place? I do. Now I hadn't I probably hadn't stepped in that area in probably 23 years. <laughs> I I think I went there once for like a for like a one of the Kiwanis uh, auction things that they did on TV. They have the Westfield Community Channel sure. that runs out of there, but uh but but that was the last time I was there and that was like over 10 years ago. Holy crap, that campus has become Nothing what it was like when I went there. I can't remember the last time I was on that campus. They have uh, the, the whole campus center. It's like weird because they've redesigned the entire uh, Ely campus center there. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, uh, oh, yeah, I think I remember. 
uh, wasn't there a subway over here before? And now it's like some <laughs> snack bar. I don't know. But uh, they now have a Dunkin' Donuts on campus, which uh, <laughs> we never had that kind of stuff. We only had Subway. We didn't. We didn't have a Dunkin' uh, yeah. back then either. You had to go like five or six blocks away to get a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. 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 Well, now it's uh, you know it's convenient for everybody. Anyway, the the whole point of this was uh, the the kids over at the uh, young adults. I would say I wouldn't even call them kids anymore because they they learned a, quite a bit doing this. What they do is they take on nonprofits for this class this public relations class, mm-hmm. and they start from the ground up and say, how can we, you know, what can we do to help an organization? What can we do to you know, run this organization? You know, kind of mock uh, running kind of thing. And uh, what they did was they, they came up with some campaigns in, in order to raise money uh, for Rick's Place. Uh, they chose well, Rick's Place awesome. as, as a charity, and it, it kind of walks them through the entire process of how to work with a nonprofit organization. And... Uh, th- the result was, you know, a lot of them learned about not only what Rick's Place does, but also spreading the information around to uh, to families and stuff like that. And they did stuff with the hockey team. They did four different uh, fundraiser events, which uh, totaled uh, like almost fourteen hundred dollars, which was pretty good. Pretty good for, for a semester of of learning how to how to handle a nonprofit agency. Plus, they made some items for the younger kids that go to Rick's Place, like chairs and. Things like that. So that's very cool. They did. Uh, they did a great job. It was just so weird being back at Westfield State after all of those years and seeing professors that I haven't seen in twenty three years <laughs> still there. Yeah, uh, one of my favorites was uh, was uh, Professor Cahill. She was she was there, and uh, I was like, oh, I just assumed all of you would just have retired or died. Yeah, go uh, go as <laughs> dust in the wind, as we as we like to say. But uh, no, they they're there and they're they're doing great. And one of the other guys that I didn't get to see was Mark St. John, uh, who was retiring yesterday. Oh, wow! Now, when I started there, he was just getting his final teaching degree to become a, a professor there at Westfield State. He had worked there at the college, right? You know, as like an adjunct uh, professor or whatever. And uh, and then he was retiring yesterday. So good on him. Yeah, no, it's good awesome. For, uh, Mark St. Jean or John or whatever, whatever his name is. That guy. Know. That guy. Right. That guy. Well, that's be. awesome. But uh, but yeah, uh, the cool thing is that there's a lot of people out there doing these uh, community fundraising events, and it's starting right there in our colleges. So congratulations to them. It's six fifty-eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Attention football. Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people. Rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, it's finally here. Tomorrow officially begins the single greatest time of the entire calendar. College football beginning its grueling schedule of nonstop bowl coverage. 43 thrilling games between tomorrow afternoon and January 8th when Florida State Seminoles failed to participate in the national championship after being snubbed by the CFP Playoff Selection Committee. But hey, there's no use feeling outraged over that egregious situation now, not when you've got so many other thrilling matchups to consider. And it all begins tomorrow morning. Get a lot of this lineup. Tomorrow, you got the Myrtle Beach Bowl at 11 a.m. between Georgia Southern and Ohio. Then the Cricket Celebration Bowl between Howard and Florida A&M at noon. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl between Jacksonville State and Louisiana at 2.15. Then there's the Avocado for Mexico Cure Bowl between Miami of Ohio and Appalachian State at 3.30. The Isleta New Mexico Bowl at 5.45 between New Mexico State and Fresno State. And then there's the thrilling L.A. Bowl between UCLA and Boise State. And 
And finally, to wrap it up, you'll have the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl between Cal and Texas Tech at 9.15. And that's just tomorrow. I haven't even mentioned the upcoming famous Toastery Bowl, the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, all of which are happening between now and next Friday. Now, you may wonder, Baxi, how are you, a busy, regionally notable, and occasionally beloved radio broadcaster, going to find the time to pack in all of that exciting college football coverage? Well, that's a fair question, to which I would say, that's my business. Let's just say I've got a lot of preparation to do in the next 24 hours, and I simply don't have time to answer your stupid little questions about time management. i got a lot to do to do between now and January 8th, and frankly, I don't need any more extra distractions. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You've been thinking, man, my toolbox is pathetic. I need an upgrade. Well, there's a heck of a deal right now waiting for you at Rockies. Buy the Milwaukee 22-inch rolling toolbox and the three-drawer packout toolbox, and you get the Milwaukee large packout toolbox free. How's that deal sound to you? Damn fine if you ask me. It's available right now at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 712 in Motley Crue. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and 50 today, with uh, and then tomorrow, sunny and 48. Tomorrow, or wait a minute, uh, what is it right now? I keep saying tomorrow. Uh, well, today is Friday. Today's Friday is 50. Tomorrow's 48. It's it's 30 right now is what I meant to say. Yes. And you know what? We're going to do one of those little things again where you might want to have the uh, the kids not be around while we're talking. I'll keep it as PG-13 as I possibly can. But, if, but uh, you don't want your kids learning too much too quickly, especially yeah. from this show. So we'll get, All right, we'll give you uh, like five seconds. Five, Four, get away from three, the radio. Three, two, one. 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 Is that, okay. You think that's enough time? Yeah, that's enough time. All right. There we go. You're giving everybody the heads up. Get the uh, kids out of the room. Heads up. That means two things. Uh, Pornhub finally released its year in review. Remember yesterday we were uh, did that? That was a fetish website. Yeah. The one that was uh, collecting all the data on who is the who is the kinkiest yeah. in so the this, country. This is what the average uh, Joe is uh, is uh, is looking at. The average Joe or Jack or Jill or whatever you want to do. Uh, it's Americans who are pleasuring themselves to what they were doing. Also, how long it took to do it. The average self-love session lasted nine minutes and 51 seconds. Who's got that kind of time? You know, I'm always wondering if that's the, uh, is that the time spent looking for and then completing? Or is it just... The entire time, yeah. I, th- I think it includes the time you're looking for it. I think in order to extract this kind of information, you almost have to assume that the entire time spent on that site is in mm. like nine-minute intervals. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean that one is brought to fulfillment. Well, I yeah, know. What I'm saying. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Some states didn't take that long. Louisiana was in and out in eight minutes and twenty-one seconds. Maryland really savored the experience, averaging 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Do we know where Massachusetts fell on the uh, on the list? I'll, I'll get to that uh, down the line here. Okay. Uh, here's a few more stats from the report. 91% of all pornography was watched on cell phones this year. So just think about that next time you want to use somebody's phone to make a call. Because you know people don't wash the phone off every time they use it. Ew. 
I don't uh, like no one playing on my phone. Including 93% in the U.S. and 36% of, of viewers uh, were... Uh, all right, 91% was watched on phones, 93% of that in the U.S., you know, of all people watching. Okay. And 36% of viewers were women. That's up 12 percentage points from 2015. The women are really getting into the uh, fiddle-faddle there. You know what? It's nice to know that uh, that women are uh, are enjoying some of the things that, that we enjoy. Yes. Isn't it nice to see everybody coming together? It really ah! is. Oh, that <laughs> means two things. <laughs> uh, the most searched terms in the uh, U.S. were lesbian and MILF. Okay. Older porn had a big year in general. Older uh, porn meaning like, uh, like pre-1980? No, like older people. The elderly. Yeah. Really? Sur- yeah. Searches for the word mature were up 77%. Granny at 132%. And GILF at 168%. Really? But, yeah. And there were all... Why? Well, I'm not saying... I'm not uh, yeah. making a judgment here. I mean, who, who am I to be, uh, you, know, you know, casting your judgment? Well, but is the... Maybe just the porn audience is getting older... And they want to uh, yeah, maybe. get somebody close to their own age. Maybe. There were also 71% more searches for DILF. DILF. Yeah. That's dads. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to assume that's you know, probably for the ladies. I haven't started any of them yet. Yet. I'd be more interested to see whether you finished any of them. Uh, I don't think I can finish anything. <laughs> uh, America wanted everything bigger this year. Really? Searches includes the words big, bigger, and biggest. We're up 177%. Biggest? Uh, yeah. This is why I can't do that kind of work. <laughs> if you were looking for small, smaller, and smallest, right. I'd fit right in. Well, here you go. That means two things, too. Uh, and the AI boom obviously had an effect. Searches for robot porn were up 304%. That doesn't really mean much. You could have had like one search last year, and now you got three this year. And searches for Android porn were, uh, porn were up uh, a whopping 1,689%. That's a lot. Again, though, that you know, those stats are, I think, are uh, misleading. The, uh, how, many, how many how many dudes are out there looking? Uh, you think about like, like like Rosie the robot from the Jeffersons? Oh, I mean, I mean, the, the Jetsons, not the Jeffersons. Well, the Jeffersons—that's a completely different uh, maid you're talking about. Yes, there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's how you get your wheezy on, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, we you know we talked about that a few weeks ago with a guy that was that was a story. There was a guy who was into the robot pornography and yeah. Rosie Re- the robot, right? Was the one, yeah. You know, I got a buddy. Yeah, I got a buddy who's into Cogswell Cogs. <laughs> that means two things. <laughs> uh, and our favorite time to watch pornography it was 11 p.m. on a Monday. That's late. That, That's uh, too late for me. Well, the average time. And most people... You no, know, we don't have really have the average no. schedule. Uh, Saturdays were the least popular day overall. Because everybody's home. Everybody's home, or is it just uh, Saturday doesn't seem to be the randy day? I don't know. The uh, top-searched porn star this year was Abella Danger, followed by Angela White and Ava Elfie. I don't know any of them. Yeah, sure you don't. No. That's I, what you say. You I'm say so you don't. I'm afraid uh, I don't. You know, I never really had, uh, like, one of those. 
like I'd like to meet actors and actresses, but I never really said, "Oh, I'd really like to meet this one." Yeah, nah, you, you don't want to. You don't always want to meet your heroes. By the way, I would love to know what the numbers are on the searching of uh, the search uh, history for Ron Jeremy. Like, how many people are actually going out of their way and say, "You know, I want to see more of that guy." There might be. There might. Listen. There must. There must be because obviously he's, you know, he has a level of popularity. But but to be honest, he's so gross. It's like. There must be something else you could search for. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you could. I wonder. Oh, yeah, we can't even get on the actual website. I can't even tell you what Massachusetts says about all this. Yeah, stuff of course we're not. blocked from it. But this is just the recap. Uh, they posted a map with the top term each state. Uh, searched more than any other states. Most are a little too dirty, but here are a few we can say. You ready? All right. Oregon is into nudists. Which kind of makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of, like, uh, living free and nat- nature-like stuff out there. Right. Wyoming likes goth. Wyoming? Yeah. Interesting. That is where Utah is into Mormons. Who would have thought The Mormon that? the merrier. Uh, I like that. I, I've never heard that one yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. I just made that up on the spot. Uh, Hawaii wants Hawaiian porn. Hey, everybody's going to get laid. That means two things. I put the wow in luau. Yeah. Kansas is ready for its close-up. Really? Like close-up. They really like getting in there. Yeah. Like uh, like with, like, yeah. with a spelunking helmet. Minnesota likes tickling. I don't think like Minnesota would like heat. Yeah, I would think that. Have you ever been to Minnesota in, the, in like February? Well, maybe tickling warms you up. Ooh, I don't think so. Wisconsin wants to swing. Swingers in Wisconsin. How about that? How about that? I had uh, no idea. Well, they must have moved out of the uh, the Munger Hill section out of Westfield because apparently there's a bunch of them over there too. There is? Yeah, that, that's like been this long like uh, rumor that all the folks over in Munger Hill with the pineapples on the door are having swinger parties over there. I had no idea. That's a, hey, I'm just, I don't know for a fact. I've that, never been invited to one. Well, that's why it's the Whip City. I, I tried to hold a swinger party and no one came. Hey! hey oh, that, 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 means, that, two, that means two, two things. things. Uh, Florida likes fantasy. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would like to fantasize about having sex anywhere else other than Florida. <laughs> uh, Indiana wants chubby porn. I'd fit right in over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mississippi is into the furries. That I don't get. And in uh, Tennessee, we th- this is the same insight from that one yesterday. Tennessee is the top state for giantess porn. South Carolina likes high heels. Okay. West Virginia wants more nip slips. Really? Yeah, they just like seems interesting. Little, well, it's just uh, maybe they like the element of surprise. What else is underneath there? You know, Iowa is obsessed with cartoon porn, which is a weird that's thing. A, that's a, that's not right. And Ohio uh, wants to see uh, men with small packages. Well, I'm moving to Cleveland. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> go Buckeyes. Yeah, that's right. What's round in the middle? What's high in the middle and round on both ends? Me. It's <laughs> 722 with Rock 102. It's 725 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown, we'll give you the forecast because he's really good at it. Hey, uh, join us uh, Saturday, February 3rd at the Delaney House in Holyoke from 6 to 9 for bourbon, barbecue, and blues. Those tickets are on sale right now at rock102.com. If you haven't been to one before, it's a great night of uh, delicious food, smooth drinks, and great music. We'll have uh, uh, your mission includes 
a Hudson whiskey tasting, a multi-course meal, and live music from Neil and the Vipers. Again, go to uh, rock102.com to find out all the information. It's a great holiday gift for the bourbon, barbecue, or blues lover in your life. Coming up at the Delaney House uh, and brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. There's a little interesting uh, kind of piece of information you might want to pay attention to. Okay. Uh, this happened to me uh, this past week. Uh, matter of fact, yesterday was the uh, was the day the day that it kind of <clears throat> all kind of hit me how how everything is connected, right? Sure. So uh, I get a call. Um, well, well, first of all, I I went I went to a doctor this weekend, and I have I just got to get some routine test stuff done. N- nothing big or anything like that. Uh, but I also started getting a call this week uh, from this place called ACA out of Boston, right? Okay. And I'm like, what is this? It's a, it's a bill collection thing. Google it. ACA. It did some research on it. It's a legit, uh, like, bill collect- bill collector. Okay. Right? So I uh, I say, uh, you know, I, I say, uh, I call the place back, and I say, hey, uh, you know, what's this all about? And, you know, just to verify, and I don't give, you know, I was like, I'm not giving any personal information. Let them tell you what this is. You right. know, so you kind of give them minimal information. And then they give you, oh, well, this is a this is a bill from uh, from Bay State uh, Imaging uh, from last year, you know, from early last year. And I had had a test done uh, back then. And uh, this is a bill for $83. And I go, okay. I said, well, you know, let me let me go back in the records and check. And sure enough, there was this copay thing that I didn't pay. It was eighty-three bucks. Okay? okay, so I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want this to go on my credit report." So I'm gonna go pay this bill. I'm like, "Give me the information, you know, the account number and all this stuff, and I'll go pay it online." And I did. Almost like within a minute after I did that, I get a call from Bay State going. Hey, are you ready to schedule your next test? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. So they must be connect. Like they're not going to schedule an appointment with you if you had like an outstanding bill for eighty three dollars, and that was the trigger to well, get you to to pay like that like to open up the and and not only that they called like two or three times. They called and left a message saying to call us back to schedule, you know, this test that I'm doing. What? I was going to say, you'd like to think that's a total coincidence. It's not a coincidence. But I bet it's, yeah, I bet it's not a coincidence at all. It's, that's, it's probably, that's probably one of the ways they approve your next visit. Well, usually when the doctor tells you, hey, we're going to schedule this test for you or whatever, like, like they call you within 24 hours sure. from doing the visit. My doctor visit was on Monday, and this, of course, is now Thursday. Uh, and I hadn't heard from them about because it's not like it's not like a like a like an emergency or anything like that. It's just a routine yeah. uh, a test thing. And uh, and I'm like, I was kind of weird that I hadn't heard from them. But I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. And then this is this is the result of that. So uh, I guess pay your damn bills or something. Like I, I just I'm really good about paying all my bills on time, even before they become delinquent. So sure. it's kind of odd to me. That I had something out there, but going back and looking at my records, I did in fact owe eighty three bucks. But they were holding on to that. <laughs> hey, you know what? This guy likes to go yeah. to the doctor. So well, they, the next time he hits us up, we're gonna hit him up before he gets back in here. I wouldn't be surprised if a doctor's office gets flagged if 
you didn't pay, mm-hmm. and they get alerted for when you did, and everything is in the clear because yeah. they're, they're all waiting for their reimbursements too. And so, you know, that's I, my guess is this is all tied together and not coincidental uh, at all. No, it's not at all. Uh, to to have the call come almost immediately after <laughs> paying that bill. To a place that, that is calling themselves a collection agency, which I think they are, yeah. but I also think that they're working very closely with the hospital. That's crazy. Uh, well, that's how you that's how you squeeze people. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here you With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102, it's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Uh, technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. Officers responded to a major crash around 189 Millers Falls Road, uh, also known as Route 63, up in Northfield at 3.02 p.m. yesterday. They received a call for a two-car accident with entrapment, though upon arrival, it was determined all parties involved had exited the vehicles. One of the vehicles involved was a pickup truck, and although they were conscious and responsive, the driver was sent to the hospital while the passenger was flown uh, uh, by medical helicopter due to the severity of their injuries. These injuries uh, are believed to be non-life-threatening. The other vehicle involved was a FedEx box truck, though the driver was out of the vehicle uh, delivering packages at the time of the accident. Both vehicles were in, uh, involved were uh, totaled on impact. Wait a minute. He got out waiting for the cops and then went com- continued delivered packages? No, or with, did he, was he out of the truck and then the car hit the truck and then that's how it well, happened? That, that could be. But, you know, those packages aren't going to deliver themselves. Well, I mean, this guy should be commended for his uh, continued delivery during a time of crisis. It is the holidays. Yeah, and those packages aren't going to deliver themselves. That's what I'm telling you. Mail on Sunday. (laughs) Northfield Police and Fire Departments both responded to the scene alongside Gill and Irving Police Departments, so all four of them were there. The crash remains under investigation by the Northfield Police. (laughs) Hey, we're going to need backup. All right, well. Yeah. We'll get the we'll get that one other guy. We're the next town over, but it's going to take him forty minutes to get there because it's so long. Uh, there are new developments following the arrest of a Springfield police officer on Wednesday on gun and drug charges. Uh, Channel uh, or uh, Western Mass News uh, was learning what's next for her, and there were strong words Thursday coming from Springfield's police superintendent and a local legislator. Suspended uh, Springfield police officer, 26-year-old Miranda Caldwell, faced a judge on Wednesday following her arrest in an apartment on Nottingham Street that belonged to 24-year-old Anthony Trevernier. Both have been charged with illegal gun possession and drug possession with intent to sell as well as child endangerment. State Representative and Chairman of Public Safety and Homeland Security Carlos Gonzalez shared his thoughts on the, on the news. My reaction, like the general public, is that when you see anybody in the business of protecting and serving the public involved in any issues that have guns or drugs or anything else related... It's a sad day for the city of Springfield. However, Gonzalez added that one person cannot fully represent the entire department. I think the state has done a good job at making sure that we can continue to protect and serve the law enforcement agencies throughout the state, but also hold them accountable in a transparent way. Caldwell joined the uh, Springfield Police Force in April of 2021. Superintendent Poli- uh, Super- Springfield Police Superintendent Cheryl Claprood Uh, told Western Mass News in a statement, this officer took an oath to serve and protect our community and she has failed to do so. The women and men of the Springfield Police Department worked tirelessly to help our residents and build trust. Incidents like this impacts all of our officers who put on the uniform and it takes time to overcome. Her alleged actions are disgraceful, yet shows our community no matter who you are, if you're involved with illegal firearms and illegal drugs, you will get arrested. 
unless you leave the cars keys in the car running outside of a pizza shop, then right, yeah, that, you have to go through all kinds of arbitration. It'll take and, years uh, to get any kind of uh, and then, uh, justice on that one. And uh, if you're still work, you're still working without working. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gonzalez told Western Mass News that although the nuge is discouraging, they have to let the investigation move forward before any further action can be taken. So uh, we put laws in place to make sure that all officers live up to the expectation, and now any re- recommendation uh, that are made to the post board, they will do their own investigation according to police contract standards. So there you go. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, I was trying to do this story about the, oh, here it is, the hockey coach in Springfield. Uh, a hockey coach of the Pope Francis Preparatory School in Springfield has been suspended after he was found in violation of one rule. You had one rule to follow. Well, actually, had at least 40. Well, at least 40, yeah. This is a big upset for this high-performance team that currently holds the state title for Division One state champs. Essentially, head coach Brian Foley allegedly violated the out-of-season coaching rule. The MIAA received a formal allegation on November 27th by a school member, or I'm sorry, by a member by a member school about Brian Foley, the coach for Pope Francis Prep boys hockey team. The MIA investigated whether Foley had violated Rule 40, which is out of season, uh, out of season coaching stuff. This uh, I, I got a I got some a little bit of information, uh, not a whole lot of information about what happened. It sounds like uh, there's a team in the Boston area that is not a big fan of Pope Francis. Apparently, they like other uh, popes, you know, John Paul II to, you know, Pope Pius, uh, whatever. Benny. Uh, And apparently uh, what happened was he was talking to one of his players or one of the players during a preseason tournament. And that is what the, uh, the issue is. So, I mean... Is he really in violation? That uh, remains to be seen. It sounds it sounds like there's a lot more of the story uh, that is not being reported, and this may be kind of an unfair allegation towards uh, Coach Foley. So you know who knows, but that's that's what I got on that one. Oh, so it's somebody else who's a little upset that they're not going to get to the big dance together and be beat by Pope Francis. Yeah, that's probably it. Because yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. Sometimes some people in some corners of the earth are overwhelmingly competitive when it comes to high school sports. Really? Yes. Like who? Whoever that where do, school, where, do, where whoever, do I start? Whoever that school was. That right. Like, the, uh, that, uh, that Boston area school that's yeah. got a real uh, axe to grind. You know, it's uh, it's funny how like uh, I was driving years ago uh, like up through Florida into Georgia, like a by 75. Yeah. <clears throat> which is not on the coast. It's kind of like on the uh, the opposite. Well, almost on the west coast of Florida, but, you know, it goes right up through Georgia. As soon as you cross over into Georgia, I don't know what town that is, but it's got this ju- – I thought it was like – I thought it was – I was like, what, did the NFL uh, have a stadium down here? No, it was a high, high school. school. A high school that looked like – a college bowl or bigger, like almost look like a... Uh, yeah, because there are a yeah. lot of communities where literally that's all they have. Yeah. Same thing with like, you know, uh, like some college football programs where, you know, it is the primary dominant source of sports in the entire region. Yeah. So that's why it's not that unusual to have like a football stadium that's double the size of Gillette Stadium for college. It's 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 amazing. It how, is amazing how they uh, can fund all that stuff. Where we're like you know 
hey, can you bring your uniforms back? We don't have enough money to buy new ones for next year. <laughs> We're selling cookies door to door so we can afford socks. Uh, listen, I mean, you got the. I mean, it's it's that's where most of the school budgets go down there. Yeah, into the sporting programs. You know, here, uh, I don't know, we're thin on the budgets. You got teachers asking you if you could donate, you know, tissues and yeah. paper towels and things like that. See, the problem here is, uh, here in uh, Massachusetts, is we're, we're too hyper-focused on educating children. These kids don't need to learn anything. Apparently, some people think they do. Well, education I'm, didn't do me a damn bit of good. Look hey. at me, I tell fart jokes and play Led Zeppelin CDs for a living. You know, I kind of like to go back to my high school and rub it in my high school guidance counselor's face. Yeah. You said heavy machine operator. Well, look at me now. <laughs> yeah. And you're still a high school guidance counselor there after you go. all yeah. these hey, years. What, what, are you, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. What is that on your shirt? Is I that want a, a rock! Is that a pledge pin? Is that a Twisted Sister pin? Is that a guidance counselor pin yeah. on your uniform? Did you graduate summa cum laude? <laughs> Uh, Big Things, or rather Chicken, uh, is in store for Massachusetts after Big Chicken, a crispy chain owned by four-time NBA champion Shaquille O'Neal, said in October that its first Massachusetts location will be open next year. The franchise has more stores on the way. The uh, chain signed a few new franchise agreements with Boston-based QSR owners and operators Martin Lachance, Barry Latuka, I don't know who gives a crap who these people are. The group plans on bringing six more restaurants to areas including... Uh, Boston, Metro West, Cape Cod, and the North Shore, and uh, nothing around here. We so. don't get a big chicken? No, no, but Mass Live feels like, you know what, let's report on this story because it has nothing to do with the people of Western Massachusetts. Yeah, I've never been to a big chicken before, but I got to tell you, I'm looking at the menu right now. Yeah. I am very impressed. I um Loads of uh, big chicken sandwiches that look sloppy. And delicious. That's exactly the way a chicken sandwich should be. Sloppy and delicious. They have one called the Big and Sloppy. It's mac and cheese, crispy ah. fried onions, roasted garlic with a barbecue aioli, and a big, fat, isn't, wadded fried chicken. Isn't it ironic that a guy who was, you know, part of a, 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 a sport that yeah. requires heavy athletic training and ability... Would promote deep fried chicken sandwiches with mac and cheese and bacon on top. Listen, of them. I I find it very difficult to uh, to argue or criticize Shaq in any way, and not just because he played for the Celtics for a period no, of time. He, he's actually one of the one of the people. He's one that, of the he's one of the good guys in basketball. Yeah, he uh, he shares a lot of his wealth, and he he does a lot for uh, like uh, youth, like, yeah, uh, youth basketball stuff and and kids and communities. But but to now. Uh, Put on your cholesterol sandwiches mm-hmm. on a bun. Oh my God! Saturated fat. Check out the dirty fries: cheese sauce, yeah, bacon, banana peppers, yeah. chipotle barbecue, all on a bunch of fries. If this dude doesn't open one up in Western Massachusetts, I will choose the Mass Pike to get to there. You, We're you? going. Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to drive all the way out to Boston for a First round of Big Chicken is on me, Steve. You want sloppy sandwiches? Go over to Automist Farm over in Feeding Hills. They got uh, nice big sloppy sandwiches over there. That uh, It's all grown locally, too. 
I'm sure that's think, all uh, very true, Steve. You, you but, don't think uh, this chicken is local? Well, I'm sure, I don't know if big chicken is local, and, and that's uh, that's hardly my point. Do you see like the, 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 the sandwich with the macaroni and cheese on it? Oh, my God, that looks good. Yeah, like local Boston chickens. <laughs> yeah, this one's uh, from a coop in Southie. Yeah. Hey, how are ya? Oh, my God. My friend Tommy from Dorchester came down here. She said, ah, there's big chicken. You can go to the big chicken down there. Oh, my God. I just ate an entire big chicken. And when I mean the entire big chicken, I mean the entire restaurant. You know what? I was looking for a good hen around here, but there's too many roosters. They're all cork blocking me. Oh, let's get some Spuckies over at Cumbies and head on down to the Big Chicken. What do you think? I haven't seen Shaq slam like this in I don't know how long. But my colon feels like it's 50,000 pounds. Hey, where's this Christmas party the mayor was holding? <laughs> Is that over in the hen house over there? Nobody in this neighborhood's going to be able to go. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's uh, 30 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. I'm Ozzy with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny today with a high of 50. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, do you have a, like an announcement to read? Because i got to look up this traffic uh, mess going on. Here yeah, right now. real quick. Um, as you know, the, uh, the Daily Podcast uh, is posted every single day. It's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Uh, Marcotte Ford and Holyoke. Uh, this week on Baxi's musical podcast, my guest is uh, Massachusetts' very own Lincoln Bloomfield. Uh, a guy from uh, Cohasset was in a band called Calacas. They were from the South Shore, played throughout New England and New York and all through the Northeast. Had an album in 1978, broke up, just released uh, a new album for the first time in 45 years. And in between all that time, Lincoln Bloomfield was a U.S. diplomat. Uh, it's a hell of a story, and uh, you can check that out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, and rock102.com. Next week, John Baz from the uh, the band The Blasters, him and uh, the Alvin Brothers. This is an amazing band that kind of fused uh, like 1950s-style rock and roll with punk music. Oh, cool. And they were phenomenal. One of the great live bands ever. And uh, their entire back catalog is being reissued uh, this year and next. So make sure you're listening for that. Starting on Monday on rock102.com. One of my uh, favorite punk versions of a classic 60s song was uh, it was Baby I Love You by the Ramones. Oh, yeah. I love that version of that song. There, is it kind of similar what you're talking about here? It's a little it, bit more yeah. like traditional 50s music, but they're like such an energetic band. They're a lot of fun. Oh. They, or they were a lot of fun. They played everywhere. I like hearing stuff like that, so yeah. I'll have to... Uh, I'll have to Check it out. I'll be playing some uh, some blasters this Sunday in Baxi's Musical Fun Bag, so make sure you're listening for that, too. 9 o'clock on Sunday night. I've been playing some blasters every night in my room for the I'm last the week. Damn, How do you think I'm getting them Pornhub stats up? <laughs> anyway, uh, traffic alert. Roadhog. Uh, there is a major, major backup, I believe. Uh, I don't know if it's closed, but the Mass Pike eastbound uh, between Palmer and Sturbridge. Uh, mile marker 64 to uh. 65. Uh, there's three separate accidents, uh, three tow trucks, 
and a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. But uh, it's causing a major backup. When I Googled, I this is what I do. I go on a traffic thing. Yeah. I Googled Ludlow to Sturbridge just to see. It's telling you to get off at Palmer and go Route 20. That bad, huh? That's that bad. And you can see the big giant red mark uh, right around West Warren area. So uh, if you uh, are heading towards uh, Boston from Palmer, uh, do not uh, go Route 20 because you're not gonna you're gonna be stuck in traffic. Uh, open line Friday coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Live Friday! That is the number to call for Open Line Friday. Stay out of the cat box. Yeah, no one goes in the cat box this morning. I don't want to hear any filthy language and keep your hate speech to other radio stations that are not Rock 102. That's right. Dang it. Sure, the Kellogg crew would love to hear your hate speech. See, I said dang it, which is a good way to, uh, you know, censor yourself. Good point, Steve. Again, 293-1021. Waiting for the uh, the phones to to blow up. What does dag nabbit mean? I don't know. I think it's a way of not saying the other things. Oh, gotcha. Ah, here we go. Now they're cooking. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? It's the Hawkman. How you guys doing? Good, Hawkman. What's up? I just wanted to wish you both a Merry, Merry Christmas and wish you guys, uh, your families, a Merry Christmas, too, man. Well, thank you, Hawkman. That's very nice. Merry Christmas to you and your family, too. But that bird is driving me crazy. Oh, do you want me to choke it? <laughs> yeah, you get up right now yeah. and go do that. Yeah, get up off that <laughs> bed and get over there. Oh, oh you guys want me to do that? I kind of need some help to go to the bathroom too. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all set with all that. Right. I'm all set with that. All right. Well, uh, well listen. Happy. Hey guys. Yes. Can I just give a couple of shout outs if that's okay? All right. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I like to give George a shout out. He's a driver for the Quavo Connector. He's a great friend and does a great job driving the Hawkman and his family around. And I want to give a shout-out to my hairdresser, my Wilson, for taking care of the Hawkman and his sister for giving me a beautiful, beautiful buzz haircut. All right. Very good. They're, I'm sure they're very happy to hear from you, Hawkman. Yeah. Have yourself a good weekend. All right, bye-bye, guys. Yeah, All see right, you later, there man. You go. All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Bax. This is Bill from Springfield. How are you today? I'm How are you today? Good. Terrific, What's up, Bill? Bill. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to mention something. You guys are doing a great job. And, uh, Steve, I think uh, this is my opinion about that Springfield cop that did what she did. I think that they, uh, they she needs to go to the school of... Steve Nagel. Yeah, Steve Nagel College of you Knowledge. Know. Had she had just attended yep, one exactly. class, she would have realized uh, maybe police work isn't my uh, forte. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't wish anything bad on any police officer because, they, you know, they protect and serve and everything. But when you get caught like that, I think that uh, you need to take responsibility of what you did and uh, hopefully... Uh, she gets what she deserves. You know, between Carla, Carlos Gonzalez and the and the, the police superintendent Clapperud, they both said the same thing. Like, this this shouldn't reflect the rest of the people that work here. Absolutely not. 
No, absolutely not. And, you know, Springfield, I grew up in Springfield all my life, and my father was a uh, Springfield cop, and, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for Springfield PD. Yeah. And uh, But sometimes, you know, people like that make a mistake, but you got to own up for your mistakes. Well, and you know I what? Think, here's something to consider. Uh, Bill, is it? Bill? Yes. All right, here's something to consider, Bill. It's a there's a possibility that it's not just a criminal situation. It's a possibility Correct. that there could be an addiction issue, and that is not an unusual thing. Whether it's uh, you know a, a cop or a plumber or you know it could be any one of us. So I mean, you, right, know, exactly. it, you know, it's easy to point fingers and 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 uh, and say that she was in the wrong, but we don't know what really went on, and you're probably not well, going to ever find out. No, exactly. But you know, I hope nothing really happens bad, but. You know, I just hope that everything works out, you know, for her and for the Springfield PD. And I just hope a lot of people, you know, don't make a wrong decision because, you know, they're out there to protect and serve and just like the firemen and the EMTs and everything. All right, like Bill. you said, everybody. So thank you so much, guys. You yep. have a great weekend. You too. Keep up the good work. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. All right. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Awan Broga from Huntington. Now, Wednesday, you were talking about people getting married on holidays. Yes. Yeah. Ma, my sister got married on Thanksgiving. Oh, Jesus. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> mad rush of something. All right? All right. What, 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 a, with what a terrible day to get married. Thanksgiving Day? Yes. Oh, my, my. God. Well, I, I mean, you know, I guess of all the families there, you might as well make it official. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's a you didn't have thing. to. All right, thank you. Somebody else have pays for the day. meal. All right. Okay. You too. Happy, he, happy. Oh, he wants to get off the phone. All right. Uh, Rock 102, <laughs> good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? Good. good. What's up? Hey, this is uh, Jimmy from Warren. Hey, Warren. Uh, Jimmy from Warren. What's up? Hey, uh, did, right. you, uh, did you hear about the girl who had one leg shorter than the other? No, I didn't hear about the girl who had one leg shorter than the other. Her name was Eileen. All right. <laughs> All right. You like that, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah there, there you, there you right. go. Uh, Rock, uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Dave. Hey, Dave, what, what's up? Uh, I just want to talk about the uh, Rails to Trill. Uh, that's a bike path that everybody uses. I just want to say that a lot of these people, they use it. Say if you're walking north or if you're walking south, you got people coming behind you. They don't say a word, especially if you're walking your dog. The dog's going to cross back and forth. They don't say a word. You almost get hit. And then if the dog, you know, did run across, even if he's on a leash, the people fall down. I'm just saying they're, they're not nice about it because if you're coming behind somebody, you can't see they should yell out something saying, hey, I'm coming behind you. Only maybe two out of 13 people would say that. So I'm just thinking maybe possibility that people are hearing this that use the reels, the trills, to say something when they're coming up behind somebody that you know that they're coming. I don't consider it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said I always give somebody a warning when I'm coming from behind. Yeah, well, a lot of people on the... Rails to trail the bike path, especially in Southwick. Uh, they just don't say a word. Like yep. I said, maybe two out of 13 might say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baxi's heard me before. I say, clear. Yeah, before right. I, before right. I uh, you know. And I always arrive. tell him, if I see something, I say something. Mm -hmm. Right. 
All well, right. I hope that these people hear it. So thank you very much. Oh, you're All very right. welcome. Well, thank you. I hope uh, hope that works. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, how's it going, you guys? Yeah, very good. How are you? Good. This is uh, Rich up in Belchertown. Right, what can we do for you, Rich? And, uh, well, um, am I on the air? You are you on are. the air. Oh, even as we speak. Excellent. Um, there was something that was kind of rattling around in my head. Um, you guys were talking about hot dogs mm-hmm. a while ago. Yes. What goes on a hot dog? Yeah. Who no ketchup? Who, who, so, say that again. You kind of broke up there. Uh, who was it that said no ketchup on a hot dog? I said no ketchup on a hot dog, and Marty Caproni was the one who said ketchup absolutely goes on a hot dog, and uh, which makes sense because he's like a 12-year-old boy inside. Oh, boy. Um, well, anyone who knows anything about hot dogs knows that the holy triumvirate for a hot dog is ketchup, mustard, and sweet relish. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna mm, tell you. Sorry, man. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, to me, it's a, it's like mustard, maybe a little bit of relish, dill relish, onions, or I prefer it completely bald, 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 bald. I can't believe we're still talking about this six <laughs> months later. No, no, no. There's nothing. No, if you're a purist, if you're a hot dog purist, there's nothing wrong with just having a hot dog in a bun. Uh, and then the second thing, do we have time? Well, I guess so. Sure. sure. Uh, okay, well, who was it said pineapple doesn't go on a pizza? I say pineapple doesn't go on a pizza. You don't put fruit on a delicacy like an Italian p- pizza pie. Well, I'll tell you what. When I was in submarines, I was down in, in Broughton, and we had a lot of guys that sailed out of Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. And we would have a pizza party every Friday for the guys that worked in the barracks. And if there wasn't at least two, maybe three Hawaiian pizzas on the counter there, someone had some splaining to do. Yeah, I was going to say, what what better way to drum up PTSD by a bunch of (laughs) war vets from Pearl Harbor by serving them Hawaiian pizza? Hey, here you go. Oh, no. Oh, no, this was when I was in there. This was back in 84, 85. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, that's you know, you're talking about Hawaii. I expect that out of Hawaii. But the rest of the country, the continental uh, U.S., prefers to keep that stuff off the pizza. Well, you know, it's the best place to put uh, pineapple on a pizza. Yeah. New York. All right. All well, right. listen, we appreciate the call. Now we're out of time. We're out of time. Now we're out of time. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, good morning. This is Kevin from Westfield. How are you guys doing? I'm Kevin. terrific, What's Kevin. Up? Hey, just wanted to give you a heads up tonight, 7 o'clock, uh, Tiffany Street in Springfield, the Elks, the Medic Now Foundation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the, are uh, you guys we... aware of that? Yeah, we had them in here a couple of months ago talking about that. Yep, yep, yep. Nick, Nick's my buddy. And I uh, just wanted to give you guys a shout out and hope to see you there. If you can come by, if you come by, I'll buy you a drink. How's that? All right. Very All right. good. Sounds All right. Well, good. good luck tonight. Hope it goes well. Thank you. All right. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Rick, the driver. Hey, Rick, what's up? What's going on? I just wanted to say uh, good morning. Happy holidays. Um, I actually deliver to you guys. You do? What do you deliver? 
Uh, office supplies. Oh, the people okay. up front are just the best. Got great people there. Well, uh, I pre- yeah, thank you very much. We agree. All right, very good. Well, thank you, Rick. Thanks so much for the call. Okay, you want to take uh, one more? We have to. We okay. have to redeem this have somehow. To someone. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is Jimmy out in Warren. All hey, right. Jimmy. Hey, I was just wondering. I want to let you guys know. That I like mustard and onions on my hot dog. All right, All right good. So much. Thank you very much. All right, good Move to on. know. All right, right we got to take, these, gotta uh, take uh, one more. Fire, quick fire. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, guys, Dad Joke Chet from Palmer. Yay, Dad Joke Finally. Chet from Palmer. Okay, All very right, good. We're go, ready. Dad Joke All Chet. right, bring it on. Now, I mean, there were some uh, topical food opinions. And, um, of course, a shout-out to Tammy up at the Dunkin' Donuts at the Pike. And? Okay. And some other, of course, some dad jokes. What about, uh, what about the, wait, 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 to, what about the Tammy from yeah. the other Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> you know what? She actually went over to Plumpton and Hills. So oh, I'm leave her alone this week. <laughs> okay, right. now the dad jokes. We're ready. Somebody's thunder. That's all. All right. Yeah. Anyways, you know that I was learning how to collect litter. It wasn't all that hard. I just picked it up as I went along. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, this one, this one's unbelievable. I started writing the history of Palmer, but the town leaders, they accused me of being a plagiarist. That's their words, not mine. Ah. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, we were getting ready for supper the other night. My wife, she asked me if I could clear the table. I had to get a running start, but I think I made it. Yes. <laughs> There you go. Hey, Joe uh, Chet from Palmer. Thank you so much for saving hey, this. Uh, of course, don't call me Chester. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Just call me Chet. All right. Very good. Thank you very much. Finally, you, you know someone the, saves Open Line Friday. You know what the most amazing thing about that guy is? That somebody's articulate enough from Palmer to call <laughs> in here and have something funny to say. Other than hanging out on railroad tracks with their dads with natty daddies. <laughs> it's 825 on Rock 102. Have you seen? Day 28 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Dan Brown can give you a forecast because he really likes doing it. Uh, for those of you who are interested, uh, Rock 102 is still bringing you New England Patriot football all season long. In fact, uh, as you are quite aware, Sunday they'll be uh, taking on Kansas City. Live pregame begins at 10 a.m. with the kickoff scheduled for one. Bob Sochi and Scott Zolak will be bringing you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots play here on Rock 102. and uh, We all are assuming that Taylor Swift is, in fact, going to be at Gillette Stadium. That's the only reason you want to go to the game. I mean, look at the way they've been playing all season long. Is anybody really interested in watching the Patriots play at this point? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Chiefs. No, we're completely eliminated from uh, playoff contention, and then uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but right now we're playing for draft picks. There's plenty of reasons to, to incentivize losing. Yeah, Yes, playing for draft picks. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, because you get the best ones, right? Isn't that how it was? If the season ended right now and we could, and, and, and none of us could be that lucky, they would have the number two overall pick. Well, you know what? Uh, it's still uh, worth going to see uh, Taylor Swift this <laughs> Sunday. That's the only reason of why I would go to that game. But I don't have tickets, so I'm not going. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's 833 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Uh, traffic alert. Road hug. There's still a backup on the uh, Mass Pike uh, eastbound. Uh, oh, oh, is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. 
What? Uh, we got a couple of things going on. She's got. Uh, what is this? What is? What is? What is she? I, I don't. I have no idea. Why? Why do they? Tap I on don't the even. Gla- know. Why do they tap on the glass to bother the fish when they're down here? I. I don't really know. She's. She's holding something. Okay. I don't know. Should, I, I, we, I, should we address her? <sighs> Come on in here for a second. This is. Uh. This is Kate. This is the one who got my Secret Santa gift uh, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she had to open it, and uh, she's got something here. Thank you. Oh, is that? Uh, what is that? To open the, oh, she oh, opened the gift. Oh, this oh. oh, this was to open the uh, the gift. You had to uh, use the thing, and she can't talk. She's got some kind of laryngitis. Yeah. Or something okay. Like well, that. that's all. Right. Uh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, the gift. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you. It took her two and a half hours to open it, but that was all right. Well, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. usually how people do it. Thank okay. you. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. yes. That's the engineer. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. All right. There we go. Yeah. I told you this is like a college radio station. We're just uh, <laughs> hosting people that just walk down the stairs and start tapping on the glass. Yeah. Uh, but there is a traffic alert out on the eastbound. Uh, well, hold on. Let me, before you do that, let's just reset the whole damn thing here. All right. Time for news. The season. Oh, you? See, yeah. That see, this is college radio station. This is exactly what I was just telling you. <laughs> Okay. What a crap show this is. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, how all of a sudden did this turn into a... You know what? It was all the jokes from Dad Joke Chet from Palmer. That, uh, he was the only one on the ball we're, today. We're distracted. We're distracted now because we're thinking about how funny they were. Oh, okay. Anyway, there's a traffic uh, alert on the eastbound uh, por- portion of the Mass Pike between <laughs> Palmer and Sturbridge. There's uh, three accidents going on there. They're, they're basically telling you to get off at Palmer and uh, go Route 20 through Sturbridge that way. Right. All right. So now we can get to news. Would you like to do that? Sure. News would be good. Plan B Burger Bar owes its uh, landlords more than $94,000 in back rent at the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. It now faces eviction, according to a lawsuit filed this week. Uh, Building owner Springfield Riverfront Development Corporation said in court papers that Plan B has failed to vacate and instead remains open. The Springfield Riverfront Development Corporation asked the court to appoint a receiver to take charge of Plan B's assets and see that the back rent is paid. You know, how about the front rent? Lucky to get any back rent. We're getting none of it. Uh, what? Were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what the the uh, the deal is with the uh, with the rent. I know the the rent is too high. Uh, the but, rent is too damn high. But they also uh, owe some taxes and may lose their liquor license. And you know, when the Hall of Fame wants to uh, boot you out, yeah, they don't fool around. They may give you a six-point plan of what to do next. Well, uh, you know, maybe they could help them out. Hey, this is, this is how you run your burger business here. <laughs> let's, let's give you a couple of... Uh, couple of ideas the uh, lawsuit contains a list of charges dating back to august of 2022 including rent trash removal and common area charges the suit filed on december 11th cites two previous lawsuits over unpaid bills both from 2021 those cases were settled the republican reported uh, on a rent dispute between the restaurant and the landlord back in 2014 plan b's attorney john b kennelly said wednesday the lawsuit results from a dispute over common area charges at the hall of fame Kennelly said the dispute will be resolved and that the other disputes were similar. We greatly respect the landlord, he said. We think they are a great landlord, except for all the rent we haven't paid. (laughs) So great that they don't even need the rent money. That's how we think about this. Yes. Like, they're doing so well. They're such good landlords. They're like, what do they need this rent money for? Tell you what. 
It's only $94,000. We'll pay that to you when we're good, damn good and ready. Now, this story came out the other day, and Plan B was scheduled to open on Wednesday afternoon. Business is good, Kennelly said. We've been up in there in that market for a while now. We've enjoyed being part of the Hall of Fame. The pandemic was hard on the entire industry. We've really seen our customer base return. We've uh, been very happy with the city of Springfield. An official with the Springfield Riverfront Development Corporation revert, referred questions about the lawsuit to the property's law firm, Attorney uh, Talia Williams, uh, the firm of Doherty, Wallace, Pillsbury, and Murphy. Oh, that's with the Doughboy there. No, that's actually a, a very good uh, law firm. Uh, declined to con- uh, comment on pending litigation. Yes, but when you hired them, do they go, hee-hee? Not when I hired them. Are you sure? <laughs> the uh, landlord is not only Plan B's uh, concern, or is not Plan B's only concern, the Springfield License Commission will not issue a renewed 2024 liquor license to Plan B because it owes the city $4,386 in personal property taxes. Uh, that's 2941 in uh, fiscal 23 and uh, 1445 for 24. Plan B was inadvertently left off a list of bars and restaurants that submitted applications for license renewals the commission approved in November. Signatory said uh, City Hall staff noticed their own error and the commission planned to vote Wednesday night. Uh, to approve the renewal, but the license won't be issued unless Plan B pays the taxes. Ah, yeah. What happened to Plan C? Well, I don't know if Plan B has a Plan B. I just know that uh, you know if, if business is good, um, you might want to think about paying your taxes. Well, that usually helps you uh, stay open. Now, do they? And I don't know this. Uh, you know, without the liquor license, that's uh, that's kind of a uh, that's kind of a tough thing to fight, but. Is it possible to have squatters' right as a tenant as a restaurant? Well, in a I guess commercial, you, in a commercial uh, situation, if you're using common areas that don't belong to you, but you've been using it the entire time you were there, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I know this dumpster area was meant for the uh, ice cream place, but uh, I think we're gonna you need a little more, more space for the trash. What common area are they talking about? The door that leads inside to the hall. Well, common areas can mean anything. It or can, like outside of it. It could be both. It could be right. inside or outside. It sounds like with the dumpster thing, it's more of an outside thing of who's sharing what. Who needs the dumpster? You're right next to the Connecticut River. Everyone's dumping stuff in there right now. Yeah, there's uh, loads and loads of uh, people's stuff that are in there. I'll tell you what, it's healthier than raw sewage. While uh, some students are gearing up for finals, several student groups at Smith College are rallying together for a die-in at the Smith's Campus Center Cafe to call for the institution's divestment from companies that manufacture weapons used in the Israel-Hamas war. Smith College is investing in five weapons manufacturing companies, according to Smith Jr. Sophia Hayden-Khan. One L3 Harris, uh, L3 Harris is just down the street. Uh, we have been repeatedly met with the administration's failure to cooperate with us and listen to our demands, and we feel like this die-in is necessary at this point to really communicate that we want this divestment to happen and we will work and go to whatever means necessary for that to happen, said Elena Bayer, a Smith sophomore and member of Smith Students for Justice in Palestine. Led by uh, Smith Students for Justice in Palestine and Smith Student Power Coalition, the die-in uh, was expected to begin at 7 p.m. last night, and some students plan to stay after closing at midnight, risking disciplinary and legal action, according to Bayer. Hayden Kahn said the student groups uh, have communicated with the administration about the die-in, and they were told that it was deemed trespassing to stay past midnight in the cafe. Steve, am I may quote uh, from the great uh, Captain James T. Kirk? Yeah. Kahn! Kahn! 
the die-in comes almost two months after 56 University of Massachusetts Amherst students and one professor were arrested for trespassing after vowing to not leave an administrative building until the university met its demands, that the university cut any ties with companies that manufacture weapons like Raytheon and to, quote, condemn the Israeli massacre of Palestinians and condemn the blockade on Gaza. Listen, I understand, you know, uh, you got some issues uh, with the way uh, your money is being used yes. to uh, not only fund your tuition, but uh, funding companies that you find uh, to be, <clears throat> you know, funding a war that you're you're against. I get that. Totally get that. The real way to, to do this, though, is to drop out. Stop paying your tuition. Say, right. you know what? I'm not coming back here. How about them apples? I mean, if you want, you can. You would quickly see how well they would change their minds about it, what companies they deal with by just not showing up yeah. and not paying tuition. That's kind of the way to get out of that. Well, uh, the uh, so I guess you could say that the uh, if uh, tuition and fees uh, at Smith are sixty one thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. you really want to show uh, you want to really show what they're for. You're right. Yeah. Deny them of their sixty one thousand dollars. And by the way, uh, room and board is twenty one thousand. So I don't know if that's uh, on top of the sixty one thousand or included in the sixty one thousand. Either way, it's an expensive school to attend, and if you really want to show that you're you mean business, drop out and go to some other school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why these kids think that just because you're sitting in the cafeteria, all that's going to do is mm-hmm. to have them call the police and student security on you to tell you to get the hell out of the cafe. You know, when I was a uh, college student, Steve, uh, I was involved in a uh, in a demonstration. Uh, mostly because all my friends were drinking in the demonstration, and I just I didn't want to be uh, left out. Had a big, uh, big run of FOMO on that uh, on that day. Anyway, uh, we were uh, we were storming the administrative buildings uh, to demand that Marquette University divest from South American companies uh-huh. who were funding uh, the South American uh, uh, South African sorry South African uh, companies yeah. who were uh, supporting uh, apartheid. apartheid right. And, uh, you know, good, you know, perfectly good cause. And you would think that after storming the administrative building, demanding to see the uh, the Jesuit in charge, that, uh, you know, there would have been changes. What we learned that day is they don't care. They don't care at all. They don't, they, they, no. they don't care. No. See, they're, don't... They're, they're investing in those companies because uh, those investments make money. That's what they care about. They don't care. Uh, right. And like I'm saying, cut them off financially. If you really want to uh, screw the pooch at Smith College, mm-hmm. stop going. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to give you any more of my money if you're going to uh, invest in this thing. And if you have enough of a majority of students, they'll listen. They'll listen. That's it. All right. That's my TED Talk for today. No, it's, it's a good TED Talk, Steve, yeah. because it makes it makes sense. That's that's how you get things done, by not participating. I'm I'm a huge proponent of free speech. And whether I agree with you or not, I uh, allow you to say whatever you'd like to say. But again, this is a message from the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. You really want to stick it to somebody, just cut them off. That's kind of the way it works. That's absolutely true. And, you know, hanging out in the dining hall until after midnight isn't going to get the uh, administration to to stop doing what they're doing. 
but cutting them off financially mm-hmm. absolutely will. Ah, yes. The total cost of attendance at Smith College yeah. is, in fact, $82,000 yep, a year. there you go. That, That's a perfect. You, you want to hurt them. You want to get them right where it counts. That's what you do. Transfer to a community college. Well, that that would be out of your safe space to, to not have a place to go at all. Yeah, but if, if you're smart enough to get into Smith College as a very competitive school, you could probably get anywhere. I I, yeah, that's true. Hey, I was going to Smith, but they were investing in uh, these companies. Now, what about you, DeVry Institute? What have you got your hands into? Because if you say that you're uh, dealing with a weapons company, I ain't coming here at all, no matter what Sally Struthers said. I find it hard to imagine that someone who is going to knowingly drop out of Smith College to go to DeVry Institute. I find that... <laughs> you don't know. I, find, I know it's, it just seems implausible to me. Well, yeah, but the, uh, but all your trans, all your credits transfer over when you when you do that. I don't know if they do. Actually, you'll, you'll actually graduate at the top of the class, and you don't even have to go to classes. <laughs> hey, give us your 600 bucks a semester, and we'll take care of you. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, sunny with a high of 51. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. How long does this go on for? Four seconds. Uh, 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 Rock 102, uh, Springfield's okay. Classic Rock. It's 855 and uh, Pearl Jam. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Yep, sunny today with a high of 51. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 32 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve, it is a shop Friday uh, today. <clears throat> today, because today is Friday. And uh, this morning at 9, if you go to rock102.com, you can save 30% off to Peter Haven's Restaurant in Brattleboro. Okay. Now, just looking at their uh, at their menu. Oh, Lord, that looks awful good. And it's only, it's less than an hour away. You can use their gift certificates for the Oyster Bar right next door. Fine dining in downtown Brattleboro. It's, uh, it starts at 9 o'clock this morning at the Shop 30 store at rock102.com. Do not miss out on that. Yeah, 30% off of stuff you were going to buy anyway. Oyster Bar, Steve. Oyster Bar. I love oysters. Me too. Yeah. You and I, man, when we... we when we have got uh, like uh, like you know raw mollusks in front of us, uh-huh. you and I cause damage. Yeah, uh, like when we did those uh, sheriff's picnics years ago when, down uh, in Cherry Stones, like they were Tic Tacs. Yeah, now they got sausage sandwiches, which yeah, uh, it, they're pretty good. But they're good, they're but it's like same. I much prefer a bunch of Cherry Stones. You know, uh, all the uh, all these year end lists that you know Spotify does it. Uh, obviously, Pornhub does it. We did mm-hmm. that earlier this morning. Uh, we should do like stats for our show. How many times did we say I got a buddy this year? You know, like, you know, things like that. Do we actually have to come up with the the real number? Because I mean, we'd have to review a well, bunch of shows. We could just guesstimate, guesstimate. Okay, guesstimate. well, if we could uh, maybe do that. Uh, for next but, week, but uh, look, reading the story about the Guinness World Records this year, yeah, the ten oddest Guinness World Records of 2023. Now Guinness keeps more uh, a database of more than forty thousand records, but someone took the time. We should probably get them to go through our shows. Uh, someone took the time put the let <laughs> put together the ten oddest ones, and here's the here's one: uh, most skips by a cat in one minute, like a jump rope. That's an actual record? Yeah. The record is nine. Wow. Which is the very number of lives that cat has left. 
This is weird. Or have they gone through eight and have one left to go? Uh, the loudest burp. The record is 107.3 decibels. You want to uh, t- turn this on? I can uh, play that for you. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's something going on here. All right. But, okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, forget it. Just turn oh, come it on. Up. I want to hear the burp. All right. Here we go. Okay. Hold on a second. Light it first, then it'll pick up after midnight. Yeah, whatever. It's not working because yeah, there's something running in the background. Something ba- else going on. Uh, something else running in the background. Well, all right. Ready now? All right. Now all right, I'm Here ready. we go. Yeah. We have the world's loudest wow, burp. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a chick too. Have you seen that TikTok of the uh, of the two? Uh, I think they're I think they're Irish or Scottish. Two women in a car. Yeah, and they're doing that uh, that that warm Sprite challenge. Oh uh, no, I haven't. Where, seen you, that. where you suck down a, a bottle of Sprite like really really fast, you yeah. chug the thing, and uh, and the idea is to not burp. And this one woman is sitting there like, I don't feel too good. I don't feel too good. And she rips out a belch like <laughs> like it came from the bowels of the center of the earth. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend doing something like that. Yeah, but it was hilarious. It yeah. was how, how, I mean, how could you not laugh? It was like, you know, this this small little woman just ripping out a big giant belch that sounded like it, you know, came from like a like a drunken sailor in an Irish pub somewhere. Now I'm going to have to go watch that. You got to watch that. It's unbelievable. Uh, longest distance full body burn run without oxygen that's basically running on fire who comes up with this i don't know can you imagine you get to you go through all the preparations of setting yourself on fire and you come in second place the record is what a disappointment yeah i know right oh well he's dead but he almost made it yeah but he he never got a chance to fulfill his dreams of running just two more yards the record is 893 feet uh the longest uh oh we're over out of time here longest tongue on a living dog uh, most spoons balanced on the body, most magic tricks underwater in three minutes, most couples eating a single piece of spaghetti simultaneously, That's like a lady in the tramp please. style, fastest time to assemble a Mr. Potato Head blindfolded. That actually might be an yeah, interesting one. Cool. Longest mustache. The record is 63 centimeters, which is more than two feet. Uh, fastest five meters on a scooter by a parrot. What? <sighs> Jesus. They're, just, they're, like, they're making these things up. You think? It's 8.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9.12 and Joan Jett with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 51. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 32. I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, the roof of my mouth is stuck together. Because I just had a delicious uh, cookie dropped off by, uh, by by a fan. Yeah, um, uh, thanks to our, our uh, hyperfan Jim Ramsey for yeah, dropping those off. Delicious. Yeah, uh, well, and, and we trust those. For some reason, we trust this guy. Well, because he's brought us to cookies in the past. <laughs> and nobody died, so. Yeah. There was one year where we were at the Mayflower Marathon, and some woman brought a crock pot of meatballs. Mm. Now, uh, yeah. she didn't want the crock pot back, which makes me think, this is one of those things where like you slowly poison somebody with like antifreeze. Yeah. It's like it's a way to get rid of them. You can't you can't trust everything. But uh, no, those are very very good cookies. Yeah, thank uh, you. Double chocolate cookies with uh, with M and M's in them. Yeah, awful, awful, you can't beat God. that. Much. You can't. Really. No, I, nothing nothing says Christmas like a plate of diabetes. Oh, you know what? I can't even feel my toes right now. God yeah. bless us, everyone. God, yeah, I can. Oh, what's that whizzing sound? Oh, it's Wilford Brimley spinning <laughs> his grave. <laughs> You check your vis- blood sugar. You visions, check it often. I get visions of neuropathy dancing through my head. Yeah. Hey, you might uh, make sure you're hydrating too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't want to yeah, get a dry yeah, mouth in gotta, the middle of the night. Got to rinse it down. 
Anyway, uh, um, yeah. What else? Next week, got a, got a short week. I'll be, uh, you know, off uh, at least on Thursday, maybe on Friday. Kind of debating in that one. But, uh, yeah, so short week for me. Uh, short week for you. Uh, if, you if you're if you looking uh, for something to watch, uh, you know, while you're uh, at work today, you can go on my Facebook page or my Instagram page and see the uh, uh, awful gift wrapping that I uh, sent uh, to I couldn't I could not make it to the holiday party. Yeah, because you know what this is, this is how it works. I pray to God all the time. I say, God, please get me out of this holiday Christmas party. <laughs> and sometimes God doesn't answer you right away. Yeah, I know but this year he did because uh, Rick's place had something going on over at Westfield State, and I was like, God has answered my prayers. I do not have to go to this thing, but I still committed to a gift. So I gave the gift uh, to to Kate upstairs had it delivered uh, to the party by one of our other employees. Right. And then there's a time-lapse video of her trying to open a bottle of tequila rose. Now, even though that time-lapse video seems like about, about a minute and a half long, maybe? Yeah. Slow down to real time. It's it's almost 20 minutes. So it's a long, long period of time before she was finally able to rip open yeah. that package. I asked Aaron upstairs, who, who was uh, so gracious enough to take the video, I said, how long did it take her to open that? And she just answered, a long time like like there was no it, there was no estimate of how many minutes it took but yeah. i'm sure somebody holding a video camera for that long yeah, probably pr- seemed like hours a, a pregnant woman uh, yeah, holding a, a camera who like right yeah. now every every moment between now and delivery is crucial well i'm just uh, i'm just helping people out with their labor exercises listen if, <laughs> if you can't be strong enough to hold a camera for 25 minutes while somebody opens a present how are you going to deliver a baby yeah. <laughs> It's 9.15 to Rock 102.